This is the Leadership Forum. Consider if everybody did what you are doing, would the world be a better place? That's a principle for just checking whether what you are doing is correct. Welcome to the Leadership Forum, where we explore principles, practices, and perspectives of effective leadership. A very good morning to you. You are on Hope FM Listen and Live. My name is Grace Mutison. This is Praise Junction. And today's edition is the Leadership Forum. We do this every alternate Monday. And our able facilitator, uh, Bishop David Oginde, is in studio ready to take us through our today's session. We began a series the other Monday where we are focusing on leaders across, uh, around the cross. Yes, leaders around the cross. And as usual, we invite you to be part of our discussion. Our SMS line is 20933. That is 20933. You can also engage with us at Hope FM Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can WhatsApp us on 0717400555. Those are the lines you can engage with us on any question that you have or comment. And of course, remember, reminding you of our new segment, you know, we'll be getting to it in the next hour is our question of the day where we give you an opportunity to ask any question around leadership matters that you need wisdom on. At this point, allow me to invite uh, Bishop Oginde. Good morning. Good morning. And happy, happy Easter season to you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. As we begin, I'd love just to get some reflections from your heart that you can share with us around this season. What do we need to bear in mind as Christians and as listeners as a whole? Ah, that's an interesting one. Um. There's a very interesting thought that came to me the other day. I uh, haven't explored it uh, deeply. But, uh, you know, these days when you, are, you want to visit a person or go to a place, you simply say, please drop me a pin. Yes. On other days when we, we said, oh, go turn this way, then you'll see a broken down vehicle. <laughs> pass that one. <laughs> you, <laughs> a telephone booth, a telephone on, your booth left. on your left. <laughs> a big tree on the right. No, yeah. those those are gone. You know, even for funerals, going to the village, you say we have dropped your pin. Yes. And uh, that thought actually came to me uh, with regard to the season that we are in. And I was thinking of uh, a, a message, actually, which uh, I don't have anywhere to preach, but now that you have asked me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have the platform. You know, these days <laughs> I don't have a platform. So <laughs> even when I have a someone, I don't have anywhere to preach it. <laughs> uh, and it was the day God dropped a pin. Wow. You know? Yeah. And I thought, you know, God dropped for us a pin many years ago and that's what we are actually considering over the Easter season yeah. on the hill of Calvary the pin was dropped so that anybody who wants to go to heaven you don't have to ask uh, how do I get there you know mm -hmm. the pin has already been dropped in the name of Jesus Christ Amen. so if you want to get to God, if you want to go to heaven, if you want to have a relationship with God, if you want uh, anything that you want God to intervene in your life, uh, the pin is there. You, you, you don't have to go through anyone. You know, In the old days, people used to ask the priest, yes. 
uh, to go to find out from them what God is saying. Uh, people would bring sacrifices in order for them to get God to intervene in their circumstances. But when God dropped that pin, things changed so that now you don't need even the priest. The Bible says you can approach the throne of God boldly with confidence and directly. Yeah. You don't need to go through any other person. So you don't have to stop on the way and ask, by the way, can you show me <laughs> how to get there? No. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one goes to the Father except through, through me. So Jesus is the pin that God dropped for us. So anybody who gets that coordinate from Calvary, you are going direct to heaven. You are going to experience God. You are going to experience a personal relationship with God. Yeah. So that whatever it is, he said that anything you ask in my name, it shall be done. That is how, that's how uh, powerful, if we say, that pain is, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It can get you anywhere yeah. you want to go because mm. God is everywhere. Mm. So he is omnipresent. He is omniscient. He knows everything. So if you want direction, if you want guidance, if you want uh, help, the pain has been dropped. Mm. And yours is to get that and you are home and dry Amen. without any deviations there will be twists and turns like any any other journey that we take down here oh, when yes. i drop you the pin you'll oh. see how the road goes yes I don't okay. think there's any pain that gives you a straight path. No, at times, at times the, the Google lady, if she's not eaten breakfast well, she'll tell you turn left. <laughs> say, uh oh, go back. Exactly. So that's normal. That's normal part of the journey. So the journey to finally get you there may have its twists and turns, but ultimately you're getting there Amen. as long as you're in Christ Jesus. And so the, the cross. At Calvary, on which Jesus died, and the resurrection that took place at the tomb, those are the two coordinates that gives you the pin that God dropped. Yeah. And there is no other person you need. There is no other sacrifice you need. There is no nothing else. When I, when I thought of that, I, I actually got very excited yeah. about it. Yeah. That... Uh, I don't need my mother, I don't need my father, I don't my friend, my pastor, my bishop, my whoever. I can go directly because the pin has been dropped. Yes. And as long as I have it, I can get there. Mm. Uh, long gone are the days where you, you needed someone to show you the way. In fact, when, when Thomas mm. uh, uh, asked, when Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, and he asked, so how do we get there? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Jesus was like, if you have me, you know. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you have me, you know. Yeah. Because I am the way. The truth. I am the truth. And I am the life. Yeah. So those people who are seeking for truth and reality of their lives, those people who are looking for the way in direction as to what to do with your life, those people who are actually seeking life itself, you know, mm. 
Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. Amen. He is the pin that God dropped for us. Amen. That, in a, nuts a nutshell, is what I was reflecting over Amen. during this Easter season. The pin has already been dropped. The pin has been dropped. Amen. Amen. And if you're listening to us and you're wondering, this pin, how do I get it? It's simple. Yeah. Isn't it? Very simple. Mm. You know, how do you get a pin from me? You ask. People normally ask. Mm. Oh, please, why don't you drop me a pin? Yes, <laughs> yes. It is the same way if you want a pin to heaven, you ask. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, and confess with your mouth that he died for you. You will be saved. It is as simple as that. Ask. Mm. And uh, anybody who would want to do that right now, we can pray with them. Yes, I think let's pray. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, so that uh, you, you don't be struggling with this journey while we were discussing leadership. Yes. Yes. Please, Bishop, pray yes. for anyone listening. So if us. you are listening to us right now and uh, you definitely want to take this journey towards eternal life, but it is not just to eternal life, but even the life here on earth that is guided by God and directed by God, you can say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. And I turn my life over to you, and I ask you to forgive me my sin, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and make me a child of God. Help me from this day to live for you and to walk with you all the days of my life. For I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for mm. every person who has said that prayer. You have seen every one of them. Mm. And I pray, Jehovah God, that they will experience the miracle of salvation. Mm. And as they start their journey towards eternity, may you be with them and guide them. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you have said that prayer, why don't you send us a message in the numbers that we were given earlier. And uh, we'll be happy to be that voice which says, turn left, turn right. Mm, uh, mm, yeah, we mm. are the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and we have <laughs> eaten enough breakfast. <laughs> yeah, we, yes. So we will we'll be happy to help you in yeah. this journey. It's a journey that we walk together with uh, each other yeah. in reading the word of God, in praying, in being in fellowship. And, and we'll be happy to assist you. So just send us a message and we'll get back to you. Amen. Amen. And of course, the numbers again is 0717-400-555. That is 0717-400-555. Or our SMS line is 20933-20933. Or drop us a comment, you know, on our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter handles at HopeFM Live. And just give us your name and say, I... I've given my life to Christ. I have rededicated my life to Christ. I am born again. We'll be, we'd love to hear from you and, and link you up with our able pastors for discipleship. Again, congratulations and welcome into the family of Christ in Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 And hey, before we, we go to lead us around the cross, we talked about Jesus, Judah's last name, but last week was an interesting one. I saw you on my TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Doing> <laughs> somewhere and being asked hard questions. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like the ones you want to ask me today. Uh, 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 no, mine's an issue, <laughs> and, and congratulations, you know, uh, on your nomination as, uh, to be the chair of ESCC. Yes. And of course, the interview. I feel like asking you, how was the interview? Ah, <laughs> uh, the interview was rough and tough, but uh, the Lord was with us. Mm. Actually, the the I, I went through two interviews. I went to the Public Service Commission about two, three weeks ago, and then uh, this one that happened uh, on, on Wednesday. Yeah, mm. and uh, both both were good. The first one was, was, I would say, more fairly calm, the normal kind of interview I'm yes. used to. Yes. Uh, this other one I would call interrogation, <laughs> <laughs> not interview. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Just more of an interrogation than, yes. than, than an interview. But I can see, I mean, the difference is that the, the, the previous one was trying to ascertain the qualities, the professional mm. uh, qualifications, and, and everything that you require in a job. Yes. Uh, this one was trying to see uh, whether you are actually suited mm. for the job. So yes. I, I hope that they found my uh, response is uh, favorable. Yes. Yes. From where I was watching, I can say you did a good job. Well, uh, and I, I pray that, and I I pray pray that you will uh, uh, <laughs> talk to your MP. <laughs> because after that, it goes to the parliament. Yes. Yeah, they will send up a report to parliament. Yes. And the members decide. Okay. Yes. And uh, the question I want to ask is, personally, I pray you get it a bit. Thank you. From where I sit, I know Bishop, excellent. You've, you've been vocal about matters corruption, and and you speak from the heart, you, you know. And you seem to be clear on the the things you'd want to do to push our country forward, yes. you know, um, in matters letting go of corruption. So I want to ask, um, by good grace, if you get this position, what are the few things you know top of mind that you'd want to implement? I thought you said you watched. There are many who didn't watch you. <laughs> I personally watched because this is my bishop. I want to see what happens. But for yes, yes, for millions yes, yes. of Kenya, you know, locally yeah. and abroad listening to us, what are the few things you bring as a change in that? Uh, Actually, ESCC? for me, it's it's not several things. Just one thing. Just one thing that uh, because corruption is. Uh, a mindset. It's a mindset that Kenyans unfortunately have adopted so that there are people who are engaged in corruption without even knowing that they are participating in corruption because it is normal. Whatever they are doing is normal. You know, I want to go get a service from a government office or from any other place and uh, if somebody asks me, okay, 2,000 shillings, I'll facilitate this for you quickly, we pay, you know. We don't think twice about it if you have that money. Uh, if, if I'm caught by a police officer uh, speeding or broken a traffic rule, 
the first thought is uh, let's let's uh, sort this out. And there are many who engage in those kinds of things without thinking that actually they are corrupt. So for for many of us, therefore, corruption is when there are billions and millions. Uh, then that is corruption. And it's involving a, um, let me say, an influential person. And an influential government mm. person. Yes, not mtu kuchini. Not kuchini. Yeah, that is not corruption. So, but if you can steal 10 cents, yeah. when you have opportunity for 10 shillings, you'll steal it. When you have an opportunity for 10,000, you'll steal it. You have an opportunity for 10 million, you'll steal it. So it's just the opportunity. In this case, there was only 10 cents that was available. available. Yes. So you took it, like I did uh, as a young boy many years ago. Mm. Yeah, it, there was a 10 cents that was looking very lonely in my, <laughs> <laughs> my mother's <laughs> table. Yes. And, and I thought I could rescue it. <laughs> And keep it safely keep somewhere. Keep it safely somewhere in my pocket yes. so that I could go and use it in school. Mm. Yeah. Um, you may have heard me tell that story. How did I change from that? Mm -hmm. Because of the kind of experience I went through with my mother and my father when they discovered that I had taken that 10 cent. It is so clear in my mind to date. I was in class three, I think, that time. But up to now, I can see that video. What did they do? <laughs> I was beaten thoroughly. Mm. Thoroughly. So at that time, I actually didn't even think that I was stealing. I was just taking this coin yeah. so that I can go and use it to buy bananas, uh, sweets, oranges, at school like every other child that I was seeing, you know. Yeah. So I didn't think that was a bad thing, seriously speaking. But the beating that I got made me realize that I must have done something really bad because my mom was the disciplinarian in our home. home. Yes. And she was ruthless, I mean, and disorganized <laughs> in, <laughs> in mm. meeting out the, the punishment. She yeah. could beat you anywhere, everywhere, mm. and anyhow. Yes. My father was very strict, but he was very methodical mm. in how he did his thing. So if you wronged him, he called you, he told you what you have done, he told you what, how he's going to punish you. He, if he's going to cane you, he tells you how many he's going to give you. Mm. And then he sends you to get a cane and to bring it. And then <laughs> he does what he had promised to do. Yes. He was that systematic. Yes. But on this day, he forgot his formula. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> and because normally when we cried, when we were being beaten by mom, uh, the, he would come yes. after us appropriate delay, you know, then he, he would come and say, oh, what is it? Mm. And then if once he's told, oh, this is what it is, yeah, you have beaten him enough, you leave him. Mm. So when I was screaming and he came, I thought it would be the same way. He would be told what has happened and then mm. he said, okay, you let him go. Yeah. But when he was told what had happened, he joined in. Mm. And without any 
formula. <laughs> the two of them beat me thoroughly. From that day to this day, I can tell you, I've not stolen anybody's money. Mm. From that day to this day. That thing was beaten out of my life. Yeah. So, even when there is an opportunity, I... I don't think about it. Mm. There's no way, of, no two ways about it. Yeah. But we are in a situation where our culture encourages corruption, taking that which does not belong to us. Mm. Our culture encourages that if I am an officer in any place, I should benefit from that place, not just by what I'm paid officially, but the marupurupu that I get on the side. So people will even ask you, you have worked for government for 10 years. What do you have to show for it? You know? Sad statement. If it, yeah, because yeah. they expect well, so-and-so worked in government, so-and-so, look what they have done. They have put up this apartment block. What, what, how comes you? What is wrong with you? And they know that the salary that you are getting from government cannot put up an apartment block. So what they are saying is, why are you not stealing? That's what they are saying. And they are surprised that you are actually not stealing. So this mindset needs to be changed. For two reasons. One, to know that this thing is bad. The second problem we have is that we don't associate or we have not been able to associate some of the challenges and troubles we face as a nation with corruption. Yeah. So when we are talking about uh, high cost of living that has come upon us, we don't ask a question, why? why? Why is there a high cost of living in Kenya? Why is it that certain commodities that should be readily available at a reasonable price are sometimes not readily available and many times not at a reasonable price? Why? If you trace it back, you find it is corruption. It is, I, I told the members of parliament, it is in this country where we can shut down all our sugar factories for service, in quotes, and meanwhile, import sugar. Sad. Yeah. Where do you, how can these independent factories be, choose to service themselves at the same time, and shut down completely. Which factory shuts down mm -hmm. completely to be serviced? Nowhere. But we do it here in Kenya. Mm. It is in this country where you, we have a bumper harvest. And farmers are crying, buy our maize, buy our maize. The government says we have no money. Mm. But we have no place to store it, mm. you know. Mm. A few months down the road, there's a shortage of maize. Yeah. And then we have to import maize from wherever. And there are people who benefit out of that. Those are just simple examples. Mm. So when the price of wunga is so high, what is the cause of it? Do we ask ourselves, when school fees is so high, what is the cause of it? When life is so expensive, what is the cause of it? Mm. President Uhuru Kenyatta told us a few years back that Kenya loses 2 billion shillings mm. per day mm. on corruption. Yeah. 2 billion. 
That is over a trillion, almost a trillion in a year. Actually more in a year. That's more than enough to subsidize so many things. Mm. Universities right now are struggling. Mm. Uh, schools, what? A trillion can do a lot, but that's a trillion that is in private pockets, which if it was left in government, would drastically reduce the cost of living. Yeah. So, But we don't connect these things. So we, on the one hand, we are crying that the cost of life, living is high. On the other hand, we are very happy with the corrupt. These are the people we also elect into parliament. These are the people we put in leadership because they give us something small and we vote for them. So one of the things I would like us to do as Kenyans is to first of all uh, hate corruption. You are deliberating the word hate. Yes. It is only when we hate corruption that we can be able to love integrity. But that will require, uh, I, I borrow, for example, from Mishuki. Yes. When Mishuki came into transport ministry, mm. the first thing he told us was, very soon you are going to travel comfortably mm. in the matatus and public vehicles with seat belts. Yes. And not squeezed. We laughed. <laughs> it seemed impossible. It seemed impossible. <laughs> but he gave us that picture of what could happen yeah. and what the future looks like. So by the time now he came to start taming the matatus, he had already sold us that picture. Mm. And when the matatus were joking around, we were willing to walk. Yes. Because we were seeing <laughs> the that's a possibility. But yeah. if he just came and started, we would have joined the Matatu. Why are they being harassed? Mm. And these are the people who give us transport. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know? They are making a living. They are making a living. Mm. But more than that, they take us to work. Yeah. But we were saying we would rather walk and wait for that better future. And it worked. It did. It did. Yes. When he was taken to environment, he said, you are going to drink water from Nairobi River. Yeah. We laughed. Mm. But he did it. It worked. I want to see a nation where there will be no corruption, where you'll get the services that you need without having to pay on the side for it. But it is only possible if we as Kenyans are ready and willing to say we will make the sacrifices for this reform to happen. Because if Kenyans don't like it, it will not happen. Mm. It will not happen. We have run around after alleged, allegedly cor corrupt people. And we are cases run for 10 years, 20 years. Goldenberg has been 30 years. Yeah. It has never been resolved. Anglo leasing for 20 years, never been resolved. Uh, and so on. Kemsa, ETC, they are all here. How long will we go around with these things? Kenyans have to first of all come up and say, we are tired. Punda mm. mechok. <laughs> corruption. Okay. Then now we can get 
people, champions, mm. who can do this in our various departments of public service. Okay. I believe it is possible. Yes, it is. To, to have a different kind of nation. We have seen nations that have done it. Rwanda is here on our, just our neighbors. 1994, we can say, if literally in Rwanda got independence in 1994. Mm -hmm. Of course, they got it much earlier, but they started almost from zero in 1994. They have overtaken us. Mm -hmm. 1994 is 20 years, uh, 30 years ago. They found us on this journey. They have overtaken us. We go to benchmark Imagine. in Rwanda. Mm -hmm. But what did they do? They hated corruption. They hated mediocrity. They hated and so you look at them, and they are ordinary folks like us. Why mm. can't we do it ourselves? Singapore, it has been told to us many times that they borrowed our blueprint. I don't know whether you've ever been to Singapore. Well, God willing one day. God willing. <laughs> <laughs> May he will. Amen. But you get there and you get amazed. I was mm. reading their story on how they fought. Their corruption was worse than ours. Worse. You read... The kind of things they were doing, you just say, this is crazy. Yeah. But they got to the place where he said, we are not, cannot continue with a life like this. Right now, they are rated number one in the world. The least corrupt nation in the world, number one. What did they do? Simple things. Simple things. First, change of mindset. Yes. Train young people, train children, train everybody to know that this country is ours. It's like a child stealing from the fridge. Mm. You know? Yes. It is, it is your food. It's your food. <laughs> it's your home. It's your home. Yeah. You are destroying it. So when people steal from the government coffers, they don't realize. You know, we even say, in Imalia Uma. Mm. You know, just, it's not your mother's thing. <laughs> yeah. It is our mm. mother's thing because mm. this is our mother our country. country. Yeah. So we need patriots who will stand and uh, just love this country, mm. who will not sign away our birthright yes. for small uh, bowls of soup. Mm. So I believe that this, this change of mindset will save us these court cases and, and you know, all those things. Mm. So we are not saying that we will not do the court cases. That still must also follow. Yes. Even God has hell. Mm -hmm. So as he preaches heaven, <laughs> he also tells you, Ukikata, there is fire there waiting. True. So we also must make uh, the corrupt to experience hell. Mm. And that will have to be done. Okay. So a long answer to your short yeah. question. What I'm hearing you say, Bishop, it begins with me as an individual yes. hate corruption. Yes. Train my children, train my yes. spouse to hate it. You yes. know, preach that God is wrong yes. before it escalates to the yeah. big people. Yeah. Because that young child of mine one day will be the leader. Will be the leader. Yeah. So if your child comes home with a pencil that you know that I did not buy this and you let him keep it you have just started training that person on corruption. But if you stop them and ask, 
Where did you get this pencil? This is not yours. Yeah. What happened? And they explained, oh, I lost mine. Then I saw the, this one and I picked and so on. They said, no, you have to take it back. Mm. You have to take it back. And that's what my dad did. Yes. And my mom did. I mm. mean, you had to take it back. <laughs> and sometimes he would take you <laughs> to take, to it, take back. it back. <laughs> I can imagine the shame. And the picture sticks and never More than the shame. shame, you also got a few sticks. <laughs> yes. yes, you got yourself into hell. Mm. So that child begins to grow with a mindset that I have to respect other people's properties. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But if you, if you as a parent... You congratulate them for bringing in, you know, if your if your young son has gone got a job, and then they are bringing all these monies, they want to build your house after a short while. Just where are you getting the money from? Yes, and you know the kind of the kind of yeah they are in, and they might like kind of money they are they are being paid. Yeah. You should not just say, oh my son, you know my son, is building <laughs> us a house. Yeah. Ask them, where are you getting this money? Mm. Then they will know that there's something wrong here. But if you celebrate and you're bragging about it to your neighbors, mm. you have just, you'll help them to even steal more. Okay. Yes. Mm. One more, uh, Bishop. Uh, we are in the, in the um, I'm looking for the right words to put it. Um, you're getting into a leadership space that is national. <laughs> You've served in church, you know, and in church, allow me to put it this way, I view it as it's a safe space. It's, you know, kind of safe. Small community. It has thousands and millions of followers, but it's a, a safe space, small community. Now you're getting to global space in quotes. And in global space, we live in an area of the digital and a lot is said in the digital space <laughs> about you, about what you want to, you, you're getting into and all that. How are you going? I believe you've, 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 you've been told, if you've not seen what has been said in the digital space, especially after the session we had in Parliament. How are you planning to shield yourself from all those noises? I call them noises because they can derail you from the key thing. I remember... Uh, former President Uhuru deciding I quit Twitter, Twitter and he left the group. <laughs> he <laughs> he <left>. For you, <laughs> he left the group. Yes. You, we woke up one morning, President not there. Yeah. But of course, you, you, you're now a public figure. How are you planning to shield yourself from the noise? If you are afraid of the noise, don't get into leadership. Repeat that again, powerful. If you are afraid of noise about you, don't get into leadership. To, uh, this, this weekend, we have been celebrating Jesus' death and resurrection. How did Jesus die? What caused his death? The same people who are celebrating him, who are singing Hosanna, are the same one who on Friday turned around to say crucify him. On Sunday, the previous uh, the the uh, the Sunday, if depending on whether you see it as the last week or the same week, they were singing Osana in the highest. There was homecoming celebration. They were removing their clothes and putting it on the on the road for the donkey to walk on. Friday, they were crucifying him. The same people. The same people. 
when they were asked between Barabbas and Jesus, who do you choose? We choose Barabbas, who was a criminal. What do we do with Jesus? Crucify him. That is the nature of leadership anywhere, whether in church, in public, in business, anywhere. That is the nature of leadership. People will not like you. People will say things about you. People will create stories. Are they painful? Sometimes, yes, because people say things that are obviously painful and they intend them to be painful. Uh, some just fun, you know, uh, just make fun of you uh, and so on. And these days of social media, you get all of them. You're all of it. It's, it's all there. So one just has to know that that is part of the package. So the key thing is to focus on what you're being called to do. It, whether by coincidence or by God's plan, it's very interesting, but I've been reading through the Bible once again, and I'm in the book of Nehemiah. Mm, yes. Interesting. Uh, just, just by <laughs> systematic reading. Yeah. So I'm in the book of Nehemiah, and uh, two days ago I was reading uh, where... Sanballat and Tobias, uh, they have come to derail the work. Yes. And they find Nehemiah is not responding to their threats. So finally they decide to take a softer route. So they come. Uh, this matter is getting to the king. So what we think is, you come over, let's discuss it. And, and see how we can find a solution. So Nehemiah responds, and that's what caught my attention. Yes. He said, I am involved in a very important work. I am not coming. So that's, I've read it many times. I even preached to someone on the same. But this time around, it was really powerful on me that he recognized that he has a very important work and he's not going to leave that work to go and negotiate with detractors, people who want to derail him. Yeah. And they have nothing to di discuss. There's nothing to contribute. What they want is that the work should stop. That's, that's their agenda. <laughs> their agenda. Mm. So he tells them, I have a very important work. Then he says, and then I put uh, guards on the walls to protect the work as we were going on. And I thought, what a strategy to deal with this kind of derailment. And this happens to any of us as leaders in a small or a big way. Yes. And uh, particularly in this kind of context, uh, it is possibly in a big way mm. because the people who are benefiting from, from corruption would want to see this derailed and, and they will do whatever it is uh, to derail it. So, uh, and the other thing that uh, Nehemiah said, yes. uh, just to finish, then I prayed to God mm. and I said, Lord, see them. Mm. So I thought, this is the complete formula. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I will also pray, pray to God yeah. because I am not deceiving myself. This thing is huge. This thing is impossible. But there's a God who said, with God, 
all things are possible. So let's uh, work with God and see what he will help us to do if I get the opportunity. Amen. 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 Selah. <laughs> and if you're listening to us here on Praise Junction at Hope FM, listen and leave. My name is Grace Mutiso. I'm hosting uh, Reverend Dr. David Oginde, and we are on the Leadership Forum today. And thank you for joining us for your questions and comments, 20933 or our WhatsApp line 0717400555. You can engage with us on those platforms. And before we get to a quick break, Bishop, maybe we could do a quick recap um, on leaders around the cross. You know, we talked about Judas. Yes, mm. we did. We, we could do a quick recap on that. Then we go on a break. We come back, we tackle the rest. Uh, well, I don't know that we would need to repeat what we said, but the the series that we are ta- we are looking at now is to do with those characters, those individuals who were around Jesus mm-hmm. at the time and when he was arrested and eventually crucified and rose from the dead. There are different kinds of people. And some are within his team, some of them are outside of the team. So we are looking at, from a leadership perspective, because we look at these people from a spiritual perspective, but from a leadership perspective, what kind of people were they and what can we learn from them? Both the good and the bad. We learn from both in the sense that the good we emulate, the bad we avoid. So, But they are there written for our uh, learning. Mm. So we started with Judas, and we said just from uh, an analysis of, of his character, from the little that we is recorded for us, he looks like an, a very ambitious person, very creative, uh, not much talking and, and doing. He does his work quietly and independent because when you see how he went negotiated a deal with people outside there uh, got even how much he's going to be paid if he pulls this through and these people didn't know Mm -hmm. the disciples the rest of the disciples had no idea Mm -hmm. that Judas was doing this Jesus of course knew because Mm -hmm. he's God and so you, you find a person that is hardworking, strategic thinking, uh, ambitious. So you can say this is the kind of person that you really need in your team uh, just from his his positive attributes. He will take the team very far uh, because of his ambition, because of his strategic thinking, because of his networking. Yes. You know, yes. he, he has those he has connections. Net, he has connections. <laughs> he yes. can uh, network the organization uh, very well. So we say we see this is Judas. Mm. But on the flip side of it, which all of us have, mm. we always have the good side mm. and the flip side. Mm. Now, on the flip side, we find a man who is selfish, who is greedy, who does is not sold to the organization who is ready to sell his 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 leader you know and he has no qualms Mm-mm. and once he gets what he wants he leaves yes yeah so that night 
while they were having dinner, he left. Mm. And, and there are people like that who are in our teams, in our organizations, they are ambitious, they are looking for personal gain. Once they get it, they leave. And we talked about these people who just leave you there mm. <laughs> in the time. middle of a project. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yes. And they are gone. Yeah. So that's the flip side of Judas. Okay. Very good traits, very negative traits. Mm. Yeah. And you left us googling our lives. Where are we? Where, <laughs> yes. Where are you? You know. <laughs> Do you have some Judas syndrome or not? Thank you for that recap, Bishop. Allow us to pause for a break, and when we come back, we'll proceed uh, to. Uh, other leaders around the cross, different people around there, and get to learn their positive and their flip side uh, right here on the Leadership Forum at Hope FM. Listen and leave. Let's pause and catch up with the news at noon. We'll be right back. We look forward to your questions and comments. <laughs> 